Fabulous Podcast. Happy Wednesday. I am so excited about today's podcast episode just because it's a continuation of the prayer call this week. We're going to be talking about rising to the occasion. But before I get into that, I just want to say, y'all, God is so faithful, like so, so faithful. And in this season, I feel like God is just doing a reintroduction of himself in my life. And it's like I'm meeting him like I never have before. And it's, it's the most beautiful thing. And that I was listening to a song this morning, well, several times this morning, this afternoon. It's like I've been playing it on repeat, but it's called Most Beautiful slash So In Love by um, Maverick City Music. And just hearing them profess how beautiful um, God is as our father and our friend, like I was just feeling the spirit, okay? And so... I know I've said this before, but I I really need y'all to know something. Um, And then I pray that it encourages y'all. But a year ago, when I look back at my life, or even about 15 months ago, my life was not like it is now. Um, I was just getting to a place where I wanted to know God for myself. I was sick and tired, finally sick and tired of dangerous and toxic cycles and just ready for a change in my life. And I remember growing up and there was a song we sang in the choir um, that was we said, try Jesus, he'll fix it. And and literally, that's what I did, y'all. I tried Jesus. And while that may sound so cliche, I don't mean it to be that way, because honestly, it was the most life changing thing I could have ever done when I like ran and rushed into the arms of the Lord and there has been no place that I have experienced quite like this. It's the most beautiful thing, and, and I don't ever want to leave. I'm never leaving. Um, and I will say that there's this myth that I love to debunk about it taking a long time um, for us to, to get into God's great good graces or to get to know him. And a couple weeks ago, God, well, it wasn't a couple weeks ago, last week, God really led me to, to share a word about this on my um, social media, Instagram and Facebook, just a, a short video about, you know, coming back into God, if you feel like you've strayed or, or getting to know him and, and what his word reminds us of um, as believers of Christ. But nonetheless, I just want to take a moment to remind y'all and to encourage y'all that you may look at me and think that I have it all together. I don't. I am on my own journey with God. We are working things out each and every day and I am enjoying his presence. I'm enjoying having him along the way because even when I go through things, knowing that I have God there with me makes it all the better. It makes it all okay. And coming from a place where I was out of alignment, doing my own thing, in and out, in and out, um, it just, it's been such a beautiful, beautiful journey. And it hasn't seemed like it's been very long at all. You hear people that have um, been following Christ for dozens of years or decades and they know the word and they're, you know, influential or whatever. But to think like, man, 
this this is in 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 man's time this will seem like it hasn't been much time for me to really make a change in my life or really do things differently or really follow God the way that I follow him but I'm so happy that I'm not operating on man's time I am operating on God's time and I want to encourage you all that if you um, look at my life and maybe say, man, how does Veronique know so much of the word? Or how does Veronique do this or whatever? Or you desire also to have your relationship with God strengthened and empowered. I encourage you just to take that step, just to run into his arms and to just allow God to be who he is and who he has always been um, in your life. And so don't be fooled by the masses that say it's going to take so long. Like, no, nah, it's not. God wants you to come to him just as you are and allow him to change you from the inside out. So, again, I encourage y'all to go watch that video I posted on um, IGTV and Facebook. And, and just remember that God wants all of you. He doesn't just want a little half of you, a little corner of you, but he wants you. He loves you and he wants you today, okay? <laughs> Man, oh, that was a word, but that's not what we're going to talk about today. But y'all know how we do on this here podcast. We move, we shake, we allow the Holy Spirit to come in and interrupt whatever and however he wants to do, okay? So... Today, as I said, God has given me a word about rising to the occasion. And as I said on Monday's prayer call, I absolutely love when God gives me a word to use for both the prayer call and the podcast alike. Because I can be a little long-winded, being able to talk about something a little more in-depth on the podcast is, is something I absolutely enjoy because I really try to keep those prayer calls to about 15 minutes or less. So I'm thankful for that. But as I shared on Monday on the prayer call, this word really came after I attended my third of three certifying childbirths for my um, doula certification. So um, for those of you who don't know, um, I am a childbirth doula. And so I've been doing it about three and a half years. And um, I went to an, an actual training for this to start my certification process in 2019. And um, with this process, I have to attend three childbirths and do a whole bunch of other stuff. So um, it's been a little difficult to get my, my childbirths done because, especially because of the coronavirus and um, I missed two earlier this year because I wasn't allowed into the hospital as a doula for a little while. And so it was such a blessing to have been able to close out this year by finishing that. That that definitely made me smile and I'm still smiling about it. But as a doula, I don't deliver any babies. <laughs> Let me debunk that myth, too. <laughs> I don't deliver any babies. I just support families during pregnancy, delivery and, and thereafter. And so what I do is help with things like the child birth plan, um, give emotional and physical support during the labor process, during the delivery process, and then I kind of phase my way out and, and help if they need help in the early stages of, you know, parenthood, that kind of stuff. And so um, I really enjoy doing that. And, and what inspired all of this and what gave um, this word to me was the fact that when I got that call that my client was um, on her way to the hospital, I was not prepared. Like my doula bag was flooded in one of these hurricanes that came a few months ago. And so I had not replaced 
many of the items including the bag that got wet and that I had to throw out and so y'all I had to make a quick dash to Target get a bunch of stuff that I needed and by the grace of God I made it to the hospital I was allowed into the hospital and it was just you know, God's favor was just on that entire situation, even with the timing that I made it to Target before they closed and was able to get everything like it just was nothing but the hands of the Lord that allowed everything to go as smoothly as it went. But as I said, God used this experience to just show me how we, um, myself included, we have to stop showing up to do what God wants us to do without having what we need. There was no way I was just going to go to that childbirth without my doodle bag, without all the stuff that I needed. And with stores closing early now um, due to the coronavirus, I can't go to Walmart at one o'clock in the morning. Like I got to get there before they close at 11 or 12. Um, some locations 10. And so... I'm thankful again to God for aligning all of that, but we have to stop acting like we can just kind of just go with the flow, just show up. Oh, I got time to do this. That was the the attitude that I had when it came to preparing my doula bag. Um, just, oh, I got more time to do this. You know, the baby's not due for several more weeks. Like, we, you know, we got a little ways to go. And that just wasn't, <laughs> that just wasn't how God had the whole thing planned out. So, one thing that God was showing me is that in the way that he's shifting and moving things around in the earth, it's going to require us to move and shift with him. So he's calling us up, he's calling us out, and he wants us to rise up in obedience, to rise up in confidence, in boldness, and in several other things. Um, and he showed me three very vivid um, examples. So we wouldn't show up to a, a formal banquet with jeans on. If you're supposed to have on a, a, a ball gown you're not, or, or a suit, a tux, you're not going to show up with jeans on. If you're going to work out, you're not going to come with flip-flops on. You're going to put on some tennis shoes, some sneakers, whatever you call them. If you're going to a job interview, you're not going to come in there not dressed appropriately or not having done some research or prep for the job. At least you're not going to show up like that if you actually want the job, okay? So why do we show up to do God's work or want so much from Him without having prepared one single thing? So you, you, you don't want to change anything about yourself, good, bad, or indifferent, any of these bad habits, but, or, nor do you want to just give up your life, give up yourself, but you want God's blessings. You want his promises. You want all this stuff from him without having done anything. And God was just showing me the skewed perception that we have and how things just don't work like that. Like life just does not work like that. And so and rising to the occasion, it's it's really us realizing that what, what used to work no longer will work and what used to get us by won't get us by anymore, but that we have to shift and we have to move as God is moving. So this um, laziness or this um, procrastination, all those kind of things, you know, I'm going to get it done when I'm going to get it done or you I can I work better under pressure type attitudes are not going to get us by with the shift and the move that God is doing. And as I'm speaking to y'all, I'm speaking to me, okay? Um, 
And God's word in Luke 12, 48 tells us to whom much is giving, much much is required. And so all these opportunities and these responsibilities that we have been praying for God to bless us with or to add to our lives. Oh, God, bless me indeed. Keep your hands upon me that no evil can harm me, God. Enlarge my territory. We're praying like Jabez. All these things that we're praying for God to do in our lives we have to understand like there's going to be more work that's required to steward the things that we're praying for. So if you're asking God to expand your business, if you're asking him to bring more customers into that business, you got to understand you're probably going to have to hire some help, baby, because you might not have the, the time or the resources to really do it and run the business in the way that it needs to be run with excellence. If you don't have that extra help to back up all the extra business that you're praying for. So again, to whom much is given, much is required. And this is the same thing that it means for us in our lives. As we ask God for more, more is going to be required of us. And so um, rising to the occasion is really understanding the preparation and the the readiness that has to come with the move of God. And so there are three points that God really gave me on this. And I kind of shared them on the prayer call, but again, I'm going into more depth about these things. So he was just showing me this, this vision of a race and not the actual running of the race, but the the prep part that comes when you're when you see all these athletes that are literally standing at the start of the race or some races, the finish line of the race where they have to make it back to this point. And so there are three things that, that are said at the race before these people can start running. So it's on your mark, get set and go. And so these are the three very same things that God wants us to understand about rising to the occasion. So when we talk about the first point, which is on your mark, that means being in position. When you look at racers on your mark, they, they usually put their, um, I can't think of what that little thing is right now. Man, I wish <laughs> I wish I would have thought of that earlier, but it did not come to mind. But my sister used to run track and they used to put their feet in this little, um, what's a little silver things called? I don't know. But <laughs> that kind of helped propel you in a race. So when you say on your mark, is is being in the position for that, having your your feet in the right place where you're supposed to be. And you can't possibly want God's best for you if you aren't where you need to be and doing what you need to do. I made an episode a few weeks ago called Gimme Got Shot. And, and that was just like really charging us up getting us together snatching us up from having this entitled attitude when it comes to God and just feeling like we just gonna get what we get um whatever we want gimme 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 and not have to do no work behind it like oh no that's not how it's gonna work all right so um being in position means you know standing on God's word being rooted and built up in his word and I this, this all made me think about in 2019 when I was going through a lot in my life, most of which was influenced by my um, rebellion phase, not really wanting to be back in Baton Rouge, just trying my best to get anywhere but here, just really out of alignment with God's will completely. Y'all, I was just doing my own thing, okay? My own thug thizzle. I was out here living my better than best life or trying to, so I thought. Um... But I remember packing up my bags and moving to Nashville, moving back to Nashville for about six weeks. 
And I was really just running from the work that God was trying to do in my life here in Baton Rouge. I didn't want to be here. I didn't want to go through the process. I didn't want to do any of that stuff. So I took my happy-go-lucky self to Nashville, to my grandparents' house for about six weeks. And I was just totally out of alignment. I was not where I was supposed to be. And God sent a messenger to speak to me about it. And um, he had been put push blah blah blah. Can't get my words out. <laughs> he had been pressing on my heart to move back home anyway, and so it was just a very timely message to challenge me in my um, being out of position. And so I moved back home, got myself together, and that's really what started this. Um, what I would consider the spiral effect of like breaking the cycles and eventually leading to my surrender to God and so the position in that case was a, a physical position when I went and and moved my little self to Nashville my little hot tail self to Nashville but coming back home okay so yeah I was in position once I got back to Baton Rouge but I was still out of position spiritually so that is is where we have to to shift our mind to understand this is not always a physical thing when we talk about being on your mark getting set and going these are spiritual things that we have to realize so um once i got back home and god started moving in my life and my surrender came um it was the spiritual alignment that helped me um get into position where god wanted me to be God needs us to be living in line with his word so that he can maximize his use of us. So if you are not doing what his word says to be doing, you're out of position. If you're not living in a way that reflects God's word, you're out of position. And so being on your mark, being in position means being available to God. How are you available to him if you ain't even obeying or or living by his word and so again we have to be in position but then after being in position the second point is get set so we're on our mark that we're gonna get set so get getting set means being ready and I kind of went a little more in depth with this one on the prayer call on Monday but if you tune back into episode number three stay ready so you don't have to get ready I really went into depth about how we'll miss opportunities or even how in some instances God will go find somebody totally different to do what you were supposed to be doing on this earth because you were not ready not where you needed to be not doing what you needed to do and so y'all I have said this many times but I am the preparation queen okay I have such a planner personality I usually need to know the who where when what why and how of any events anything you need me to do like I need to know all the details especially before I commit to something um but what God has been showing me even in this season is that when it comes to him and what he wants me to do like he not going to tell me all those details all the time. And so that's another episode for another day. But God has really been hitting me upside my head with this <laughs> for the last several weeks. And just showing me how my plan of personality does not quite work all the time with doing what he wants me to do. And being just moving and being in alignment and obedience to him. But back to the subject right now, staying ready is, is also not always a physical thing. So, like I said, I need to know all these details. I'm a planner personality. That don't have nothing to do with um, being ready for what God wants you to do. God is using these physical examples of this race. So, being on your mark. And then when they say get set, that's usually when the racers kind of straighten their legs out. Um, 
preparing to run, um, God is using these physical examples to remind us of, of the spiritual set the spiritual readiness that he wants us to be in and so on the podcast I mean not the podcast the prayer call on Monday I talked about Matthew chapter 25 which tells the story of the 10 bridesmaids I believe it's verses 1 through 13 um and I've talked about this of course on the podcast too about how five of them had what they needed five of them didn't have enough and and how important it is for us to realize that not being ready or not being set can influence not only what we get so whether or not we get to enter into the kingdom or like the bridesmaids or the virgins whichever one you refer to them as how they got to enter into this banquet with the lord with the bridegroom like it also influences how God can actually use us so as I said before he's shifting he's doing a lot right now so if you haven't done your part to get what you need you may not be ready to be used by him so for instance if God wants to use you to help somebody to overcome something say you got a friend that's going through a hard time that may need a word of encouragement and you may be the person that God wants to use to encourage this other person or to show this other person what it means to trust God or to pray for them or whatever. But you haven't been spending any time in his word or you don't know his word or you don't you don't know what scriptures to offer them to encourage them or or how to encourage them, period. How can God use you? How can you give a word that you don't have? And so getting set means preparing. This is the preparing process. So, of course, on your mark and being in position means being available. So you got to be available and then you got to prepare. And then the third thing with this is going. So literally moving when God says moving. Um, and this is probably a crowd favorite. You know, we're looking at a race and you say, oh, you might get set. And you hear the, the, the gun pop or the sound off or whatever they use to indicate going in a race um and everybody just takes off this is the most exciting part of that whole um pre-race period i would say but did you know or do you realize that it's is the most difficult of all three it's it's the most difficult thing um when it comes to looking at this and examining this as we've been doing this entire episode from a, a spiritual lens going is not always easy out here like I will say physically or literally I've never witnessed a race with my own two eyes not saying this never happened but I've never witnessed a race where they have said on your market set go and you got people still standing at the at the starting line like no nah, all those racers are giving it all they got they taking off with the fullest of their capacity to run in this race and so when you think about what it means to go is like you're actually propelling forward into this race into this this run the sprint the marathon whatever it is that they're running but i haven't seen anybody just chilling at the start line but when it comes to us spiritually there may be some times in our lives or there ha may have been times in our lives where god said go or god said do something and you chilling you ain't moved nowhere you haven't taking heed to any of the instruction that he has given and so when we look at this with spiritual relevance when god gives an instruction you have got to follow it you have got to listen to what he's saying and a problem comes when we don't but again how can you 
follow his instruction that he's giving you if you're not on your mark. So if you're not in the right space, if you hanging out, trying to tighten up your cleats, trying to tie up your shoes and you're not on that start line when the person announces on your mark, get set, go, how are you even going to run? So if you're not on your mark and if you're not ready, if you're not set, how can you run in this race? And so, again, all of this coincides together, but it's so important for us to recognize the obedience that's represented by the word go. When God tells you to do something, you do it. But you can't do what he's telling you to do if you haven't been available in position with him. And if you haven't been preparing and and ready and set with him. And so available, prepared, and obedient are the applications and, and really what we have to do to apply this entire word to our lives in rising to the occasion. When I look back at that childbirth on Monday, I was not prepared. I wasn't I wasn't ready for it. I was available. I was where I needed to be when because when she called the deal was like I stopped dropping I go so I was in position but I wasn't prepared I could have missed my opportunity to go because I was missing that key piece in the middle but I'm thankful that we serve a God that can still get us in alignment can still give us an opportunity to go to the store and get what we need and the store is my physical example of what he can do in us spiritually. So, yeah, you might be in the right location, but you might not be prepared spiritually for what God is trying to do in your life. But this is why he's giving us this time right now, this warning even that I consider this episode to be for us to rise to the occasion. Consider this the warning. Consider this the time that you have to get it together, y'all. Like I said, God is doing a lot of things right now and he really, really, really needs us to be on our mark to get set and get ready to go. All right. So when it comes to applying all this to our lives spiritually let's remember to be available to God let's remember to be prepared to do what he wants us to do and to be obedient to him and let us not take for granted this opportunity he has given us to do all of the above so so like a race we got to work out we got to train if we're going to run in it this is the same thing with our faith with the things that God is doing in this earth and the things that he's about to call us up and out to do, consider this your training ground, your training opportunity to get yourself together, to to make yourself available and prepared and obedient so that when he calls you on your mark to get set and to go, you can go with no hesitation. And so it's important for us to recognize who we are in Christ um, the fact that there's a lot that is required of us. There's a lot that that he wants to do in us and that we got to stop acting like we just regular, regular people out here. We got to get in a, a position where we take things more seriously, where we take heed of things, where we 
steward our lives better because of who we are in Christ? How can he use us if we're not stewarding ourselves, our time, our resources, being available, being prepared, being obedient? And so I hope that this encourages you all as it's encouraging me to, again, be on our mark, get set and go when God says go. And just to rise to the occasion to like, it's like we're standing up. It's like we're growing up. And we're ready to be used in our fullest capacity by God. So again, don't take for granted this, this warning and this opportunity he has given each and every one of us to get it together. Okay, so I hope that this podcast episode today really encouraged you all, really spoke to you right where you are to know like God is, is he's, he's warning us, y'all. He's given us the time to... The, the last it's like the last call to get it together so I encourage y'all today not to take this lightly and let us just just get out here and be able to be maximized to be used to be emptied out by God and by his will for us in this earth and so I hope that this encouraged y'all today. Thank you so, so much for listening. We got one more episode of this year, then we taking a break before we go into season two. So thank y'all for tuning in. I encourage you to tune in again next week. Follow us on social media at Favorite and Fabulous underscore on Instagram at Favorite and Fabulous on Facebook and follow me at Veronique Bailey. And remember, you are favored by God and he made you fabulous.